This is the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast with Andy Hill, session number 18. This show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thanks for being here today. The other day, I was emailing with Heath, a listener of this podcast. Heath commented that the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast has a family-focused tone to it, but it can be really enjoyed by single guys like himself who don't quite yet have a family as well. The compliment was extremely appreciated. Thank you so much, Heath. I really appreciate it, man. But it got me thinking. What advice would I have for myself 10 or so years ago before I met my wife, Nicole, before I had kids, and before I knew anything about money? Heath's email inspired me to time travel back to my 20s, my days of MySpace and getting my roommates on Craigslist and living for the weekend. So I developed a list of nine pieces of advice for my former single guy self. So here we go. Number one, luxury cars do not equal success. So this is to Andy at 22 years old. Hey, Andy. So uh, you're thinking of getting a uh, Audi TT convertible and you're 22. I'd hold off on that lease, pal. You might want to consider moving out of your mom's house first and getting your own place. Spend a few years living on your own and getting some practice with paying rent and the utility bills and buying your own food that you're not getting out of your mom's fridge. You'll quickly find that paying $500 per month for a car is just not worth it. I know that you think the car is cool and you look badass driving it, but really, it's not something you can afford right now. You might want to think about your parents. You know, those people who are letting you live in their house (laughs) rent-free. Think about the money they spend on your food and shelter before you decide to drive around in a luxury car. Just saying. All right, number two. This is still when I'm 22 years old. Oh, Andy. Oh, you're, you're thinking of buying a house, eh? Okay, that's cool. That's interesting. Have you considered how much owning a house really costs? Before you end up borrowing money from your mom... There's a, there's a theme here. I, I, I think I borrowed a lot of money from my mom. <laughs> Before you end up borrowing money from your mom... When you can't make the mortgage payment on your $30,000 a year salary... Let's consider renting for a few years... You're not even sure that this house, this city, and this current job are even right for you. When you're ready to buy a house, make sure that you can afford the payments on a 15-year mortgage. And do not, do not get an adjustable rate mortgage. ARM, that acronym, is a horribly bad word when it comes to mortgages. Number three. Speaking to Andy at 23 years old. Okay, Andy, you went ahead and you bought the house anyway. (laughs) And now you're realizing that being a homeowner is quite expensive. When Chase Bank gave you that mortgage loan and told you that you could, quote unquote, afford it, you didn't factor in 
repairs, utilities, and your other life expenses. So now, take some time, sit down, and write out a monthly budget to live on. Here's a simple spreadsheet. I've uploaded this, guys, to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session18 that you can use to get your first budget on. In a few years, they're going to come out with some super cool personal budgeting apps like YNAB, uh, Every Dollar, and my personal favorite, Mint. You'll want to be an early adopter, Andy. Living within your means and on a budget is super crucial at your age. Number four, start investing for retirement early. Speaking to Andy here at 23 years old. Andy, remember when your employer said that they have a 401k that matches? That is free money. Meet with your benefits rep at work and sign up immediately. When you're investing, a simple rule of thumb for investing in stocks and bonds for the retirement is as follows. Take 120 and minus your age, and that will equal the stock percentage that you should be in. So for you at this age that you're at at 23, 120 minus 23 is 97% in stock. So based on that rule of thumb, your portfolio would be 97% stocks and 3% bonds. Now, there are other areas that you should also look to diversify uh, your portfolio, like international areas, uh, international funds, uh, small cap. So here's a diversification breakdown that I'd recommend for your age at 23. 57% in large cap US, 15% in international, 25% in small cap to get some aggressiveness in there when you're young, and 3% in bonds. So as you get older, you should increase your bond holdings as that's typically a less volatile investment. The older you get, the more conservative you want to be. So your money does not disappear in a big market crash right before you want to retire. Sign up, Andy. (laughs) Sign up to have the money taken out of your paycheck before you even see it. Yes, this won't allow you to get as many sevens and sevens at the bar this weekend, but you'll thank me in the long run. That was my drink of choice back in my 20s, seven and seven. Still pretty good. I haven't had one in a while. While you're at it, Andy, reach out to Vanguard or Fidelity and start a Roth IRA outside of the 401k at work. Start off investing 5% of your salary and then increase it at a percentage point per year. You're going to be getting raises. Your salary won't always be 30,000 bucks. Don't worry. It's going to get bigger. (laughs) All right. Number five, talking to Andy at 24 years old. Hey, Andy, I know you're really digging Lost right now. It's a, it was a pretty epic series. I loved it. But if you could just pick up a book every once in a while, that'd be, that'd be great. There are some excellent books out there that will help you get a jump start on improving your finances so that when you do get married and you have some kids, you'll be able to enjoy life that much more. So here's some books that I recommend that you pick up that will improve your financial situation immediately. The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Read it. Money Master the Game by Tony Robbins. Great book on investing and simplifying what you need to do. And The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley. Another great book that uh, helps you to understand what rich really means. 
If you don't have time to read, listen to some audiobooks in the car or while you're exercising. Side note, I don't think they have Audible in 2006, (laughs) but just wanted to let you know, that's how I've been doing the majority of my quote-unquote reading lately. I've got two little kids, and uh, uh, my opportunity for reading is very slim. So I get it in the car, I get it while I'm running. Uh, Everybody, check out Audible. Number six, you don't need a master's degree to make more money. This is talking to Andy at 25 years old. Please let me save you $40,000 in almost six years of your life, Mr. Hill. You do not need an MBA to get ahead in your job. The marketing services industry that you're in does not require it. Having one will not automatically get you a salary increase. I know you think it will, but it won't. And I know you're depressed right now about your salary because it hasn't grown very much over the past few years, but please don't worry. It's going to rise soon. Keep killing it at work, and you do not need this MBA to make that happen. Instead of spending $40,000 on your MBA, channel your energy, your funds, and your drive and your spirit into flexing your entrepreneurial muscle. Start a side business while you're working full-time at your job so you can learn how to be a successful entrepreneur. Here are a few more books that I'd like you to pick up to spur that inner entrepreneur inside you. The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss, great one. Will It Fly by Pat Flynn. And Platform by Michael Hyatt. By the way, I've got links to all these books in the show notes, guys, at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 18. So, Andy, you're not gonna you're not gonna become wealthy from your job alone. So be smart with your money. Stay out of student loan debt, please. And think about what Andy Incorporated could be. Number seven, buy an engagement ring within your means. This is talking to Andy at 26 years old. Congratulations, buddy! You've met the one, your dream girl, Nicole. Nice work. Good job. Now, save up enough money to buy the ring with cash. Trust me on this one. You really don't want to be making payments on this ring to start your marriage. I know this purchase seems like the most important thing right now, but in the long run, it's really the least important. (laughs) Trust me. She loves you. You love her. And that's what matters. Whatever ring you can afford, that's the one you should buy. You can always upgrade it later if both of you really want to. Number eight, travel more before you have kids. This is talking to Andy at 28 years old. Congratulations, my man. You got married. What a wedding. That was awesome. That band, unreal. I know you're excited to be a dad, and you'll be a great one. Before you and Nicole jump into parenthood, Please take some time to travel together. Make some memories. Get lost and explore our country. Go abroad together, too. At least once. Go to Europe. She's never been to Europe. You'll cherish these experiences you had together when you become parents. The opportunity to travel completely decreases (laughs) when the little ones are around. Trust me. Number nine. Avoid commission-based financial advisors. This is talking to Andy at 29 years old. 
Okay, you just met with a commissioned-based financial advisor. I'd highly recommend that you not work with him. Since he's commission-based, he is more interested in selling you products that he has than making sure you're successful in your retirement plans. Please save yourself some money and walk out of the room right now. If you're going to work with a financial advisor, please choose someone who is a fee-only certified financial planner. They receive, they receive payments from you for their advice as opposed to receiving commissions for pushing their products. You can also manage your own retirement. If you keep reading those books we talked about, <laughs> you're going to find out it's a lot easier than you think. There's a lot of confusion in that industry, purposeful confusion to make you think you need somebody to help you do it. I think you really have the smarts and the willpower to figure it out yourself. All right. Good advice for Andy over my 20s. I uh, hope we've channeled the cosmic waves of time travel to seep into his brain a little bit. <laughs> Let's recap those nine pieces of advice to my former single guy self. Number one, luxury cars do not equal success. Number two, do not rush to buy a house. Number three, learn to budget early. Number four, start investing for retirement as soon as possible. Number five, read more. Number six, you do not need a master's degree and MBA to make more money. Number seven, buy an engagement ring within your means. Number eight, Travel more before you have kids, please. <laughs> Number nine, avoid commission-based financial advisors. I would love to know what advice you would give your former self. Please leave me a comment at marriagekidsofmoney.com slash session 18. On that same link, you will find access to that simple budget spreadsheet I mentioned earlier and a full written version of this show. If you're digging this podcast, everyone, please go to iTunes and leave me a nice review. I would really appreciate it, ladies and gents. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Johnny Cash. You build on failure. You use it as a stepping stone. Close the door on the past. You don't try to forget the mistakes, but you don't dwell on it. You don't let it have any of your energy or any of your time, or any of your space. Great advice, Johnny. Carpe diem. <laughs> <laughs>